my God. Oh, my God. Jungle, my only home, and no one shuts. Why you stand looking at me? Like she ain't got no fancy clothing on Nor do I own a piece of really piece of bling bling yet But I can write and sing a solo song Cause it's all I love, all I love, all I love, all I love this is all I love. 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 This is Yeah, yeah, episode 30 of the Ariola Rollercoaster Podcast, what up, shout out to everybody out there, what up, yeah, we getting it in, what up, episode 30, yeah, we in here, what up, Ariola Rollercoaster saying what up, we like, wee, on these hoes, young Steezy, on the mic, doing what I suppose, you know how I get down, bearded one, young Steezy, go through the forest, fearless one, it's like, they can't fuck with me, ready to start the show, luckily, these niggas don't know I'm a pro, it's like, what is he doing, nigga going live, real is rare, I did it for the fucking 9-5 and the 9-9 in 2000, who wildin', we stylin', my crew wildin', too violent. Oh, we in this motherfucker, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? They're officially the last podcast of, of 2023, man. The last podcast of the year. What greater than what greater number to end it on than episode 30, man? You know what I'm saying? 30 episodes of the Ariola Rollercoaster podcast. You know what I mean? If you don't know who I am, man, I'm the host. I'm your boy Starks, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad everybody's here, man. Whether you watching on Facebook, whether you watching on Twitch, whether you watching on Twitter, whether you watching on YouTube, man. Shout out to everybody out there, man. You know what I mean? Just checking out the Ro- Areola Roller Coaster podcast where we like to do things like uh, uh, get on the roller coaster, look at titties, and say, Wee! You understand what I'm saying, man? I stopped at the gas station to buy some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Ended up buying some beer. Moral of the story, I like titties. Hey! Yeah, man, man. We got an action-packed show, man. Action-packed show tonight, man. Shout out to everybody out there, man. You know what I'm saying? This is in the uh, Ariola Roller Coaster Podcast land, man. Let me bring up the comments real quick, man, on the screen so we can check out what's going on, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody out there again. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. You know what I mean? We got every. We even got a. Uh, we even got a, a comment section on Christian Mingle. You know what I'm saying? If any of y'all trying to meet a deacon, goddamn hell yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody out here, man. You know what I'm saying? Real right. Uh, big cuz John Hurd in the building, man. Antonius Mitchell. What up, man? We out here, man. So I'm gonna get right into it, man. It's been a lot going on. I ain't went, I ain't did the podcast in two weeks. 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't did the podcast in two weeks. I know people's wondering, uh, people was hitting me up, when you coming out with episode 30? And the reason that I didn't come out with episode 30 right off the bat is because as y'all knew, you know what I'm saying? As y'all knew, I've been preparing for, um, you know, my special, man, my one hour special, man, the real is rare special. Y'all remember I told y'all about this, you know what I'm saying? The real is rare special. Um, that was December 21st, um, you know, and uh, we ended up actually selling out the first initial show. It sold out within two weeks of me posting it. So I had to open up a second show, man, and have a 1030 show. And um, that one ended up selling out too, man. So, you know what I mean? I got to give myself a round of applause one time, man. Hey, man, one time to the city of Lexington, Kentucky, man. I know a whole lot of people be slipping on us thinking that we ain't about nothing because we the home of horse racing and all that kind of stuff, man. But let me tell you something. My city showed up and showed out, man. And uh, in preparation for the special, this is a one-hour special that was taped. This is live taped. I'll get into all the, you know, stuff that you got to do with the tape. I'll get into that later. But um, it was live taped uh, in my hometown, literally 15 minutes away from the neighborhood I grew up at. You know what I mean? So um, that was a beautiful thing. And the preparation for it was extensive because um, this needed to be my greatest body of work yet. And I think I achieved that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I ended up I ended up selling out two shows and I ended up getting actually two standing ovations after my shows, man. You know what I mean? So uh, it was a beautiful thing. And, you know, the week before and last week, I couldn't do the podcast because I had to focus on these jokes. Like I know we tell jokes and niggas is funny on a regular basis, but when you prepping, when you prepping for something that is bigger than you, then you got to really put in all that you got into it. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, I had, you know, a, a team on hand with the cameras. I had somebody running sound, you know what I mean? My mom and my sister, my sister selling merch, my mom's, you know, taking tickets. So I can't, I can't slow walk this like this is just a math test or something. It's like, I got to really take it serious and dig all the way in. So I chose to, you know, uh, um, put all my energy towards being, being good for the special rather than doing the podcast for the, you know, for two weeks. So, you know, mission accomplished, you know what I'm saying? Everything's good. That's why this episode is named real is rare, man. You know what I'm saying? We actually made it happen, man. There's a couple pictures from the show. You know what I mean? Shout out to my guy, uh, Rob Morton behind the camera, man. Just so y'all can see out there in, in, in the land that, uh, you know, we, we ain't capping when we was talking about, man, we saw that thing out, man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I got up there and I stood and delivered, man. You know what I'm saying? So if you can check it out right there, man, you'll see, man, that we really, really held it down, man. You know what I'm saying? And I have to say that it is one of my greatest bodies of work yet. It, it is the greatest body of work yet that uh, I have done in the comedy game. You know what I mean? So uh, salute to myself. Salute to the team. Everybody that made it happen, man. You know what I mean? And salute to the city of Lexington for showing up on the Thursday night and, and packing out two shows, man. And... Um, we supposed to be done. We supposed to be done um, editing the video. Um, supposed to be done editing the video, maybe mid to late January, depending on how difficult it's going to be to, you know, just kind of select because we have five cameras. You know, what I mean, five camera angles. You know, what I mean, two shows uh, recorded. So you know, it's like you got to pick the best of the best out of everything, and you know, make it all connect together. Um, the goal in it is try to get it, you know, get it picked up by a platform, uh, you know, hopefully Netflix, Amazon, HBO Max, Comedy Central, you know, what I mean, Comedy Dynamics, uh, any any platform to show comedy specials, man. I'm trying to trying to shop it to them man, and make it do what it do, man. Uh, what up? Uh, Laugh Doctor in the building, man. What up? Uh, 
Ricky Devine, man. Hey, Ricky Devine, I'm gonna tell you, bro. Listen, you done saw me do, you know, you done been to uh, quite a few shows in my in my 12 years of of telling jokes. I'm telling you now, none of those. If you add all of those up together, it don't compare to this show. When I tell you, bro, when I left, I the, after the first show, I couldn't check my social media because it was banging that tough just off of people's reaction to the show because nobody knew what I was going to do. Not the camera crew, not my family. Nobody knew what I was going to do except for me. You know what I'm saying? And this ain't no 20-minute set, 30-minute set. I was up before I want some change. You know what I mean? Giving it giving it all I got. You know what I mean? So um, shout out to, shout out to you know what I mean, comedians that invest in themselves and make things happen and take that step. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we out here, man, trying to, trying to, you know, get opportunities to get in clubs. You see a lot of these clubs and they booking people, but at the same time, it's like in your own city, you know, it, it don't be happening like that. It just don't be happening like that, man. I don't have nothing against my home club because my home club is is the reason I'm at where I'm at. They gave me so many opportunities and I've got a chance to meet so many people, but I haven't, I've yet to headline that space. And um, that is what it is. I respect the business. But at the same time, just because I respect the business, it don't mean that I'm going to wait on them. I make my own thing happen before I ask, can you do this for me? You know what I mean? So, you know, I went on and did that, made my own thing happen. You know what I mean? Got my one hour special in, man. And it's a beautiful piece of art. So when it does drop, I hope all y'all watch it. I hope all y'all enjoy it. And I hope all y'all hit me up and tell me what you think, man, because uh, it's been a week since I did it. And I'm telling you, my phone has not stopped ringing inbox dm i didn't got facebook calls phone calls people i ain't talked to in years done hit me up they wasn't there but they heard about it like it's just all of that man when i tell you that i really got it in i didn't play with them man some of my best work yet man you know what i'm saying so shout out to that man round of applause man round of applause nigga let's get to it Time to get to it, man. You know what I'm saying? Ariel, the Roller Coaster Podcast, episode 30. We in this bitch, man. Um, first off, I want to get into something that I um <laughs> I want to get into something that I see. Um, something that I seen online, just to start out, man. Um, you know, Dwight Howard's been in the in the news and blogs and whatever for controversy, you know, with all of that stuff of people accusing him of, you know, his sexuality and all of that kind of stuff. But Dwight Howard had a realistic um, inquiry, if I, if you want to call it that. And I couldn't be mad at it. It made all kinds of sense. Right. So, you know, the Detroit Pistons, the Detroit Pistons are like two and 28 right now. They, they terrible. The Detroit Pistons are getting beat to death by everybody. Like they literally just lost maybe 20 minutes ago at the time of this recording. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he came up with a, with a scenario um, because obviously they're not going to, they're not going to get any better during the season. So unless they change their personnel. So the white house said, why don't the Detroit Pistons pick up him? Boogie cousins, Isaiah Thomas, uh, John wall and Michael Beasley. And I, I know that he was kind of low key joking, but for real though, that's, that's a tough squad, bro. A vets. That's a tough squad, especially people who who've been like that whole squad got exiled out of the league for real. They got exiled out of the league and they still had a lot left to give. And I'm saying the the Demarcus Cousins, Dwight Howard, John Wall, Isaiah Thomas at the point, and Michael Beasley, bruh, I ain't saying they're gonna win a championship, but they're gonna win 30 plus games. I think it would be highly competitive. And if Detroit is smart, 
you could you could sever some contracts and pay them the veterans minimum. They just gonna be excited to be in the league, and y'all fuck around and get thirty wins for a cheap price. That's not a bad idea. The Detroit Pistons would be a thousand times better with that squad. I'll run it down to you one more time. Dwight Howard, Boogie Cousins, John Wall, Isaiah Thomas, and Michael Beasley added on with the young talent they got. Nah, that would be a squad. Like they, they ain't a championship contender, but bro, they would get they would give somebody a hard time. They're gonna win 30 plus games. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna win 30 plus games, man. Ricky said grab Rondo too. Facts. Facts. Everybody that got exiled out of the league, bro. I'm telling you, that, that's a squad. And then Detroit can't get no worse than what they are. So if they just kept losing games, it would be just, you know, business as usual. So what's the L taking in it? You know what I mean? <laughs> that wasn't a bad idea. I, shout out to Dwight Howard. That was that was dope. You know, if you ask me, I thought that was pretty freaking dope. You know, <laughs> shout out to um, shout out to the, uh, the, the, the United States of America starting to take uh, they starting to take control of some things, man. They starting to um, states one by one are starting to um, take Trump, uh, make Trump not be able to run for president in their state. Um, and that's that's wild. Like, that's wild to even get to a point because that's like I've never really heard of that before. But I mean, the correct terminology, let me look it up. The correct terminology of it is um, uh, basically they saying um, they making Trump ineligible to appear on the presidential ballot in 2024 because, you know, the presidential race is coming up next year. And um, basically a couple of states, one at a time, are starting to make Trump ineligible to where basically he can't count those states. Like he can still run, but those states won't even have him like you can't even vote for him in those states. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's Colorado. One of the states is Colorado and the other state is Maine. And, you know, if you know anything about how the election worked then you know, the presidency works off electoral votes, you need to have 270 electoral votes to be, you know, elected president. And, you know, while this is small apples, uh, you know, when it starts adding up you know, opposed to your competition, you need those electoral votes. So Colorado is 10 electoral votes. Maine is four electoral votes. So you're talking 14 votes, you know, when you need 270 and it's only 500 to give. So, you know, it's like 500 and something, 580 something, something like that um, to give. Um, so, you know, you got to, every, every vote counts, every electoral vote counts. So they try to get Trump up out of there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling indifferent though. I can't lie. I'm feeling real indifferent because um, as as terrible as Trump was, the entertainment value was high. As terrible as, like, I never watched CNN so much in my life. Like, I haven't watched CNN since he hasn't been in office. Like, I I don't watch CNN like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But when Trump was in office, it was always entertaining. Like, when when he had COVID and, and he, he appeared for the first time and he was breathing heavy and it's like, bro, what president catches the illness that's killing everybody? Like, bro, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm telling you, bro, like Trump went, Trump left the White House and walked somewhere in D.C. to where that church was and held a Bible upside down. Like, bro, who does that? You know what I mean? It's like he has a lot of memorable incidents, man. So I can't even, I can't even be, you know what I mean? I can't even be mad at it, dog. I can't, man. But, you know, 
they they really don't like that man to get him up out the paint like that to where they start to make him ineligible to be voted for in a, in a whole entire state. You know what I'm saying? That might be a red state. You know what I mean? You can't vote for him. You know what I mean? It's over, you know? So, uh, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, nice guy. Andy podcast said, uh, Trump is like a comedian said the electoral college is a scam. It ain't even about it being a scam. The electoral college is just something that we don't have control over. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like somebody else has control over it and that's the game. You know what I mean? What, what literally, what is it that we can do? That's why I laugh at people to be passionate about politics and all this, that, and the other. And it's like, bro, what can you really do in the grand scheme of it? Like this year, I didn't vote. Not because I didn't want to vote, but it's just the fact that I wouldn't get to take time out of my day to go do something that I've purely hasn't seen my impact in. Like I voted, I used to work the elections. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing you get like kind of appointed to do. That's like the, the your county clerk like actually calls you and appoints you to be a part of the people who work elections and you get paid for it. And, and you kind of just be in this pool of people who do this every election that comes, you know what I mean? If you want to make extra income. And so I voted like all the time, but at the same time, it's like, even with me voting and maybe who I voted for one, I still don't feel like, like I made an impact. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a blind impact that's made. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like, you can say, hey, my vote matters and your vote matters and you need to vote. We have no real way of just I don't know what if it went in or not. It just felt good. That's all. This is all this is all feeling good in theory. I voted in theory. It might be a placebo effect. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? But I didn't vote and I didn't feel guilty that I didn't vote because it don't matter at the end of the day. Anyway, I know when I go and get in that election booth, I'll be on some petty shit. I'm petty all the time because I will sit there and look at judges and I'm like, bro, I'm not going to vote for somebody who might possibly put somebody I love in jail. I'm not voting for you. None of you. <laughs> None of you. You might put my family member in jail unfairly for an extended period of time. Why would I ever vote for you? What if what if I go to jail and you do and you my judge and I'll be like, hey, I voted for you, fam. That ain't going to mean nothing in the grand scheme of it, bro. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not. I'll be petty. I don't be knowing enough about the candidates. And sh- I'll be basing it off the name. Like, oh, he sound like a dork. I ain't doing this. <laughs> I'm not voting for that dork. I don't know. About <laughs> oh, man. I confess. I've been in that. I've been in that voter booth and I've done the abacab. I, I, I voted for people based off of cool names. I've, I've, <laughs> he looks like a cool magistrate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what a magistrate even is. Like, I'm just doing it. Like, you know, <laughs> I hate when people can be super political. Like, you don't know what a magistrate is? Like, why would I ever know that in titties exist? I don't care about a fucking magistrate. I care about titties, nigga. Like, I don't. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I'm 41 years old and I ain't never really gave a fuck about politics. And I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, my life has been pretty, you know, cool, you know, in a, in a non-effective way when it comes to politics, because it ain't nothing we can do about it anyway. All these policies they put together, all this kind of shit, you need to vote so-and-so out of office because he keeps passing bills about abortion and blah, 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 blah. And bro, listen, a bad decision is a bad decision. If you didn't mean to bust in a, that's just part of the risk. And that's what made it feel good. That's why you did it. Like, let's be honest with each other, man. What we, listen, you can lie to that person. You can lie to that person, but you can't lie to yourself. 
they talking about these abortion bills and all this kind of stuff. And at the same time, you be wanting abortion because you didn't want to have a baby by this chick, but you knew the risk of it is what made it feel so good. <laughs> you, know what I'm you knew it was a chance you could have lost. You knew it was a chance you could have lost. Like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey man listen joey true said they all voted for genocide joe biden now who's next hey listen that's out of my wheelhouse bro like honestly joey true i don't even care enough to even like research what they've done and they passed it's like it, it just it doesn't matter to me like it just don't matter like we've had all of these presidents who people deemed terrible and deemed great and life was still the same when I drink milk, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Change that, <laughs> president. You know what I'm saying? Change how milk hurts your stomach, like as a black man. <laughs> I don't know, no, I don't know about it. I don't need, I don't know nothing about no lactose intolerant politicians. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care, bro. It's entertainment. It's entertainment, man. When Trump was frying Hillary Clinton, man, I was rolling because she was really upset. White people can't hide when they mad. Her face was red. Hey, man, her face was redder than my hat. Understand me? That motherfucker was red, boy. <laughs> people be like, show the emails. Why don't you show the emails? Bro, they show the emails, then what? As soon as they show the emails, you're going to have something else made up. Those emails are fake. Those are, that's AI. Like, bro, either way, you're going to be mad about something. Why be mad when titties exist? That's all I'm saying. I stopped at the gas station to buy some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Ended up buying some beer. Moral of the story, I like titties. Hello. What are we talking about here? <laughs> what are we talking about here, man? I thought the debates between Trump and Joe Biden were hilarious. <laughs> Trump and Joe Biden were hilarious, bro. He said, he said, uh, he was talking about the policies and how it affected the country and this, that, and the third. And Trump said back to Joe Biden, yeah, and your son smokes crack. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. If you're going to get at somebody, get at that man. That's what I'm talking about. That That's, that's the entertainment I like to see. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to see, man. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm just being honest. That's what I like to see. You know what I'm saying? Why, why, why worry about that and titties exist, man? But I just, you know, all in all, I just think it's wild that um, Trump has really, he's made history as a somebody in that position with that much power to have so much legal things go bad. You know what I'm saying? And to the point where states themselves are starting to uh, uh, pass stuff to prevent you from even having uh, uh, a presidency, like running from president for president in their particular state. Like you, that, you go to the voting polls, you can't even vote for him in Colorado or Maine, and other states are probably going to follow suit. And that is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you need 270 electoral votes, and uh, you might need 10, and you're gonna get washed because, you know, the stuff the stuff that you did beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let's get to it. Uh, up next, I want to talk about <clears throat> your boy Kanye West, man. Okay, Kanye West 
uh, is supposed to be dropping an album. He might have dropped the album. I just don't be interested much anymore. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot that's been going on lately. I ain't really been paying attention to because I've been so focused on the special. Um, and uh, one thing about the special, I ain't even gonna lie, man. To build yourself up to be prepared to do that, you kind of when you really lock in on something like that, it's hard to turn it off. Like I'm still in the mode of preparation, and it's hard to turn it off because I, I don't have nothing like that to prepare for anymore you know what i'm saying so i still be like staying up late and trying to fit you know what i mean like what am i doing you know but anyway um kanye west i guess he had like a, a listening party or something for his records and he just went on a rant and started talking about the most random stuff like when kanye west started ranting that's how most people talk when they get sleepy you know what i'm saying you just start blurting out a bunch of random stuff you know what i'm saying <laughs> the blue house on the wall is owned by Versace and they'll never be me. And you know what I mean? It's like, what are y'all talking about? Like Yeezy, what are you talking about? Yeezy, I don't know what's going on, man, but I think he got, you know, 15 too many yes men in this corner because he's starting to make a bunch of irrational decisions that don't make sense. People meet, meet wherever you was at and you, you decided to do this. Uh, you decided to do this, this party or whatever it was, decided to do it. And he, you basically tricked everybody like, aha, I'm here to do, to do a rant, deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it became. Like he just, he just ran it. And that was the end of it. Now, the thing about Kanye, Kanye and his rants is the fact that I don't think that he realizes that nobody cares. Like you, you have more money than all of us put together and you want us to care about what you're going through. I don't understand that. Kanye, you need to come back down to earth for a minute and realize that we have real problems that exist. <laughs> we are on the ground level with real problems that exist. Don't talk to me about what Versace and the Medici family won't do for you in the fashion industry. We don't care, bro. We don't care. The places that we work at are talking about a nickel raise. <laughs> what is a nickel raise going to do for a year's work? <laughs> what, are they, what are we supposed to do past that point? You know what I'm saying? have to worry about as regular people. I'm tired of famous people getting online and asking us to help them boycott something else. I'm not boycotting nothing, my boy. I'm not boycotting not a thing. Not for you. You're not going to do it for me if I ask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> boycott American Airlines. They are discriminating me. They made me miss a flight and they know that I have a performance in another city. And that's your fault. That's, that's what you did. If I ask you to do the same thing, you ain't even going to open my DM, bro. Relax. Kanye tripping, man. Kanye, uh, I guess he's no longer affiliated with uh, Adidas. So everybody's wondering what's going to be the next step in the, in the fashion world when it comes to the shoes. Because we all know the Yeezys is the Yeezys is him. I ain't going to lie to you. The Yeezys is definitely him. And we know that the Yeezys is that uh, because, I mean, I own several pair of Yeezys uh, and they are some of the most comfortable shoes that I have. You know, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. I won't throw no shade that way. I'll be honest with myself. and saying that uh, Kanye got some of the most comfortable shoes out of outfits. So I give it to him. I give it to him on that tip. You know what I'm saying? But um, what we got to realize too, though, is uh, now that he ain't affiliated with Adidas, he's kind of doing his own thing. And he done came out with this new shoe. He done came out with the new shoe called the Yeezy Pods. Yeah, the Yeezy Pods. They look like a motherfucker. And uh, here we go. 
Here we go right here, man. That's the Yeezy pot. That is the Yeezy pot. <laughs> Oh my God! If you don't get out of here with them goddamn Mortal Kombat Shin Collection boots, Kanye West, if you expect people to wear a sock with a sole on it, you are sadly mistaken, my boy. Noob Sabat wins shoe ass. Hey man, listen. I don't know what you want to do with these, Kanye, but these shoes are terrible. They are extremely horrible. I, these ain't even shoes. These are <laughs> these are embolism stockings, bro. What you got going on, man? You got on. Uh, <laughs> you're supposed to comp complete two Shinobi missions when you put these on. <laughs> Shoe ass, man. Come on, man. What are these? What are these, Kanye? You over talking about the Yeezy Pod, and you trying to sell these to people? And the funny part is. Is people are gonna wear these, bro. People are gonna wear these Yeezy pods, bro. The <laughs> Watch somebody be thinking they're killing at the club with the Yeezy pods on. Like, bro, what are you doing? You look like you're gonna do like you're gonna do villainous aerobics. You know? <laughs> Ratatouille on ice shoe head. Come on, man. <laughs> Wu Tang on ice boot having <laughs> Jizzle on ice. <laughs> Yo. Oh my gosh, dog. These are horrible, bro. These are horrible shoes, dog. Oh my God. Now you can just name all the Wu-Tang members and say on ice after, and it's hilarious, man. <laughs> Raekwon on ice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I quit. I quit. Okay, okay. Let me take this off. <sighs> okay. Let me recover, man. Let me recover, man. <laughs> shout out to uh shout out to uh Casey Yankowski, if I said it right. Shout out to you, my bye. <laughs> Yeezy's tripping coming out with these, bro. Old dirty bastard on ice. <laughs> Master killer on ice. <laughs> oh, somebody said they come with three three fortune cookies. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> they they got a pocket in the front of them. Where you can hide money from your family that they ain't want to know, that they ain't want you to know about. You ain't want them to know about. They got a they got a hidden money pocket on the front of them. They like penny loafers, but they made out of canvas, a cloth, a sock, or something. <laughs> he said, "You got on ice." <laughs> Capadonna on ice, man. That is hilarious, though. <laughs> oh man, you got on ice is hilarious. That is funny, though. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Shout out to my dog Miguel Martin. He said they four thousand dollars. They better not be no four thousand dollars. Kanye is tripping. Kanye is tripping. 
he already got his girlfriend, his wife, dressing like an old Navy mannequin. You know what I'm saying? She she go in public everywhere dressed like an old Navy mannequin. <laughs> With no outfit on it yet. That mannequin fresh out the box. <laughs> Listen, I like the shoes. I like the Yeezy shoes. I, I can't take nothing away from them. Them shits is fresh. The Yeezy foams, they grew on me. I seen people put outfits together with them. I thought them was hard. I just got my daughter some Yeezy foams. You know what I mean? So I, I rocks with the Yeezy foams. But, you know, Kanye be Kanye be actively on weirdo time. You know what I mean? No, no, no cap. He be actively on weirdo time. All the way to the point. But every time everybody, everybody uh uh bites, everything he say, dog, just people eat it up, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. It's just like they eat it. They eat it up, bro. Like, for instance, he said uh, Justin Freeman said you got to spray two cans of Pam on your feet before you put them on. <laughs> said she looked like Pete Davidson. Hey man, listen, she she walking around looking like an old Navy mannequin, man. But let me tell you how powerful Kanye is, man. Kanye, two years ago, this happened two years ago, uh, during the pandemic, he convinced everybody to pay $200 for the Yeezy stem player. And everybody went out and bought one. What the stem player does is he uploads music to it. This his music. And each one of the stems, you know, the, 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 the dots that you can see, you know what I mean? Each one of the stems uh, is controlling the volume of one element of the music. So you can turn down the vocals. You can turn down instruments in the beat. You can turn down certain parts of the beat. Uh, and that's all it does. You can just listen to the music and you can turn the vocals down. You can turn the beat down or you can turn some instruments down. And that's all it does for $200. And it don't have no screen on it. No, none of that. That's all it is. It's like I'm showing on the screen right now for uh, people that's listening. I'm showing it on the screen and it's all you can do for $200. And nobody can tell me if he's updated it since then. So I'm sure by now that's sitting in the junk drawer at the crib next to the 13 soy sauces. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody said it looked like a uh, somebody said it looked like a Yeezy uh, birth control pill. <laughs> <laughs> said uh somehow i had one but i i didn't know where about it i have no idea where it is now two hundred dollars bro it's not happening that's that's not happening man i mean you know i i get the concept of it but if you had somebody managing that to where music went to it and you had a library of music maybe a screen or something that you could rock with then it would become it would become a device that has some use like i i listened to one that somebody had and it was just it was weird because it's like okay i i turned the vocals down i turned them back up i turned the beat down it was an acapella okay i turned that down then i turned like the drums down okay and that was it and it was like okay what do we do now it's, it's the same song but it's just kind of it just is what it is so it's like bro should look like a, a a landscaping rock you know what i mean <laughs> mellow 919 what up though welcome to episode 30 my boy of the Ariella Roller Coaster Podcast, I say, wee! <laughs> Miguel said, what's a crazy idea? What's a crazy idea you got for when you get famous for a product? 
a crazy idea? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily think that I need a crazy idea. I just need a strategy that's going to maximize the output of whatever it is I'm trying to sell because the goal is business and business is to make money. So what are, what am I going to do to make money? Now, if it was just a quick hit for Kanye when it came to the STEM player, then, OK, I got everybody for this money. I'm not going to update it. They can't get their $200 back. It is what it is in the ball game. OK, now, if you had something that you could sustain, then you would sell more STEM players. So if you had like basically a company that's running the STEM player and uploading music to it constantly, maybe some 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 um maybe some exclusive Kanye stuff, maybe stuff that didn't make albums, you know what I mean? That makes it a unique thing to have, you know what I'm saying? Then and only then would it be important. But for me, what's a crazy idea I got for when I get famous for a product? Well, I mean, I just, you know, Instagram allows breastfeeding. So that means you can have the titties out as long as you put breastfeeding in the, in the caption. Uh, So I would just be basically breastfeeding with the product in my hand, like buy this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> that's my crazy idea of, of basically selling the product. You know what I mean? Casey said, who's my favorite NBA player? I mean, LeBron, you know, what, what is it to talk about right there? <laughs> you know what I mean? LeBron, Bron, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Tremel said that uh, the sweatshirt was great quality. He ordered a uh, he ordered a hoodie from me, man. You know what I mean? He was he was impressed with the quality of the of the merch. You know what I mean? Uh, you know we we do we do quality work over here, man. You know what I'm saying? We do quality work. You heard? <laughs> Said some titty speakers. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like Yeezy got everybody with that stem player so good. <clears throat> People pay $200, right? Whatever company, the STEM company, I know that that was probably a partnership. That wasn't nothing that he owned. That was probably a partnership. But, you know, he got a large percentage of the sales. So if you got, you know, a million people buying $200 joints, you know what I'm saying? Then you just came on $200 you give them their percentage, you walk away that much richer. Okay, put my music on there that I already made that's on iTunes too, but let them play with it because it's a toy. People was bringing it to the studio, like thinking that they had something that was something like, bro, that's that's a landscaping rock. It's nothing. It means nothing. Like it literally has no purpose besides playing with the song. Basically, he gave you a fidget spinner. He he gave you a toy, (laughs) a two hundred dollar toy, bro. What? What? Casey said, wait, I got merch. Drop the link. What? Do I got merch? What? What? Bruh. Let me put that on the screen for you one time, man. You know what I'm saying? Scan that QR code, my boy. Screenshot this right now. Screenshot that. Scan that QR code later, man, and that'll take you to my web store, man. I got all types of action on here, man. You know what I'm saying? I got I got real live your digs, you know what I'm saying? However you want it, however you want to do it, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do, you know what I'm saying? That's what we do. So, yeah, Yeezy got niggas with the stem player, you know what I'm saying? He pulled the wool over their eyes, man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Said it looked like a Mortal Kombat talisman, <laughs> 
Said it looked like a baby aspirin. <laughs> Said a vegan fidget spinner with a Bluetooth. <laughs> hey, bro. It looked like a, it looked like one of those, uh, it looked like an arthritis sex toy. You know what I'm saying? Where you just ain't got good grip. So it's something that's easy to hold, but still do the job. <laughs> that's the arthritis rose. <laughs> That's the arthritis rose, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Easy getting niggas, man. <laughs> shout out to um shout out to everybody. Um, you know, had a Merry Christmas, man. We just got done with Christmas. Uh glad Christmas is over with. <clears throat> Merry Christmas to everybody out there that uh that you know had a good Christmas, you know what I mean, and 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 happy holidays to everybody, you know what I mean, and um, you know Christmas, my kids are getting older, so it's getting more more difficult to buy gifts now because you don't want to buy them nothing that because they're going to accept it because you know they are thankful and they want to be nice, but they might toss it in the corner and never use it again or never touch it, you know what I mean? So it's like you know you you got to get stuff that you know they gonna need you know what i mean i got my oldest son i got him a wallet you know what i mean for christmas i got you know what i mean some shoes you know what i mean some 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 body wash you know what i mean just all kind of action that i know he's gonna use on a daily or regular basis you know what i'm saying but shout out to christmas man you know what i mean and 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 everybody that had a good christmas <clears throat> but honestly on christmas it didn't feel like it, it was just because it was on sunday or oh, was it monday christmas was monday it was it was it felt weird it was just like you know what i mean like yeah it was on monday christmas felt weird as hell like you know what i mean it was like a regular day outside man and you know in lexington it didn't snow it was almost barbecue weather outside so we know that february and march is going to be a torrential snowstorm it's probably going to shut the city down. It happens every year that we have a warm Christmas. Anytime it's a warm Christmas and it's barbecue weather on December 25th, February, March, we're going to get smoked out here. You know what I'm saying? Real life. You know what I mean? So anyway, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody out there, man. Hope y'all got something that involves titties involved in your life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Hell, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um. I got a story, man. This wild. Uh, I'm talking about wild, man. This is this is insane to me. This story. <clears throat> um, a Brazilian woman. <laughs> a Brazilian woman is arrested for chopping off her husband's manhood and flushing it down the toilet. A Brazilian woman is arrested for chopping off husband's manhood and flushing it down the toilet. Jesus Christ, what did that man do to get that done to him? Let me tell you what that man done, right? Let me tell you what he did. She found out that he had sexual relations with her 15-year-old niece. Oh, my God. No bomb on this one. Free whoever the Brazilian woman is. Get her out of jail. Free that woman. She she cut him off and flushed him. He gone. Bro, out of there. Bro, out of there. But he deserved every bit of it for what he did. A 15-year-old little girl, bro. A 15-year-old little girl. Bro was going, yeah, she got him. I don't know how hard people be sleeping. That's a wild way to sleep. 
if somebody can grab your meat with enough grip to slice your joint off and you don't know until it's gone. Do what? Do what? I sleep on my back. I've never been in that predicament, but I sleep on my back. So, I mean, I sleep on my stomach. So, you know, <clears throat> that's that's wild. I'm going to read the story. A 34-year-old Brazilian woman has been arrested after confessing to chopping off her 39-year-old husband's manhood and flushing it down the toilet during sex on her... During se oh, God. <laughs> Let me start over because that threw me for a loop. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> A 34-year-old Brazilian woman has been arrested after confessing to chopping off her 39-year-old husband's manhood and flushing it down the toilet during sex on her birthday. The incident happened after the woman learned that he was allegedly sleeping with her 15-year-old niece. According to local media, the woman, who has not been yet identified, turned herself into police in Atibia near Sao, pa Sao Paulo, Brazil, on December 22nd. She walked into her local police station with her brother and greeted the officer, saying, Good evening, officers. I came to turn myself in. Because I have just cut off my my husband's penis. While being interrogated, the woman said, while being interrogated, the woman told the officers how everything went down. She said she began by seducing her husband. And once he got into the bed with her, she tied up his arms and legs with underwear. Jesus Christ. Once he was bound and under her control, she then pulled out a razor and started chopping away at his fully erect penis. Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. 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 No. Any real, hey, any real nigga can tell you that. Oh, my gosh. Jesus. First of all, first of all, she chopped away at it, which means she didn't cut it directly off. That was a that was a snip. Like you had to get that boy, and he was all the way there. He was already rocked up, and she, bro, what? Do what? I'm gonna read that one more time, bro. <laughs> she said she began by seducing her husband. And once he got into the bed with her, she tied up his arms and legs with underwear. Once he was bound under her control, she then pulled out a razor and started chopping away at the man's fully erect penis. Local media reported that the woman took a photo of the severed organ before she went to the bathroom and flushed it down the toilet. After the woman turned herself into the police, she told him that she had flushed the penis away because she had heard it was possible to reattachment after dismemberment. The husband eventually found alive. The husband was eventually found alive and rushed to the hospital with his current health condition unknown. The woman has since been arrested and charged with suspicion of attempted murder, and the judge has agreed to remand her custody for 30 days while full criminal investing continues. A criminal investigation continues. Additionally, police are also looking into the woman's claims that he drove her to dismember her husband's manhood. <laughs> that he drove her to dismember, dismember her husband's manhood, she alleged that her husband had been sleeping with a 15-year-old niece. The age of consent in Brazil is 14, and the police are looking to deserve to determine if there was a consensual relationship. <sighs> mm, 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 mm. That's a lot to unpack right there. That's a lot. The eight, First of all, let's talk about Brazil. I've watched Brazilian Bubble Butts Volume 5 since a kid okay volume five through 20 or whatever volumes i've watched them all okay i have an appreciation for the brazilian bubble butt brazilian oily butts volume five 
Brazilian Caramel on Butts Volume 7. I've watched all of them, right? It's, it's some nice action in Brazil. So with that said, why would... Th that's grown woman action. Why would they have the legal... The, the legal age of consent at 14? Like, my daughter's 15, fam. Like, my daughter is 15 years old. Ain't no way that the legal consent is a year younger than what she is now? Bro, stop it. St stop it. Ain't no way. Free that queen, man. Free that queen. I don't know what else to say besides free that queen. I don't, I don't condone cutting off a man's joint, but when you get in that pocket, man, you know what I'm saying? The world is round and karma is what it is, man. So that if it, you know, if that's what you put into the world, that's what you got back. I don't, I don't condone her methods. I don't condone her actions. All I'm saying is right is right and wrong is wrong and free that queen because what is going on? I wonder what happens from now on. Like, they found him alive, so that means he survived. And he ain't got no meat no more. So what's there? Like, what happens What happens when, you know, you get that normal 11 o'clock boner? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what happens? Does it get hard like a desk? Like, does it just get... <laughs> it's just a flat area that's just hard for a couple minutes. Like, <laughs> what happens? What happens, bro? He ain't got no meat no more, bro. Like, what? Bruh. He ain't got no meat no more. It's gone, bro. You survived. I'd have been fighting. I've been fighting the paramedics. Let me go. This is God's will. Get. Let me die, please. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> what? What? Hey, bro. The world is a wild place, and people always ask me. Starks, why don't you move? Why don't you move? You need to move, man. You need to get out of Lexington, man. You need to get out of Kentucky, man. Do you see what's happening in the other parts of the world? I am being shielded by the blood of Jesus, okay? <laughs> I am being shielded in Lexington, Kentucky from all danger. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mello said different cultures. Some countries' fathers give their daughters away for marriage at 13. Hey, listen, man. I understand how culture works. But I mean, all, all we know as Americans is American culture. So all of that is weird to me. That is weird to me. Do what? Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me. I don't understand it. I don't understand it, bro. How can, how could that be a thing? Like, that's what I'm trying to understand, <laughs> bro. And Joey True said, blood shooting everywhere. Bruh, listen. Bruh, blood shooting everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Like, just a, a razor, bruh? That means you had to, like, go back and forth. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yo. I I think I'm going to die when I get it caught in the zipper. <laughs> you going to hit it with a razor? Lord, have mercy, bruh. I mean, free her, but still, that's wild. 
Uh, on the other end of, of the spectrum, uh, in, a, in a man's favor, um, it's a story, right? Um, it's a story um, about a mother, right? So, you know, we got a lot of people in the game that's on child support, you know what I mean? And we know how that goes and how that works. Um, but they do a lot of, when it comes to child support, it's a lot of unfair things to go on. Um, if if it if it's a woman that's bitter, the law works to her advantage more than to help actually come to a resolve when it comes to co-parenting or what what's best for the for the child. And a lot of times, dudes get fucked out of their position as as fathers by a woman weaponizing her children. And it's like you know, I want to win this battle against you, and the only way I can is if I use these kids. So as, that's what they do, right? They violate court orders and protective orders and all this kind of stuff. They are violated and really don't suffer any punishment. And they might unfairly put a dude on child support and never suffer any punishment. I know tons of dudes who who owe 60000 100000 just crazy amounts of money to somebody who won't even let them see their kids. And it's like their kids is growing up and they're not having a relationship with their child. And it's like that's time that you can't, you can't, you can't make it back up. You can't make it up. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, time doesn't go backwards. It only goes forward. So once things occur, it's no going back. And, you know, it, it causes a lot of damage. And I think we starting to get to a point of change because uh, a mother got jailed for denying her the, the, the father parenting time. Um, and she thought she was going to go to court and do what, you know, baby mamas do. They get in there with a little attitude and just kind of play the play the victim role and then they kind of just walk away but this one wouldn't have it so i want y'all to listen to this audio this is fire he does have opportunity or does have the right to take the child pick up the child and be involved in the schooling he would have that right anyway pursuant to mcl 722.30 yes ma'am don't shake your head unless you know the law or that uh, the child be turned over to him immediately forthwith and that he will have the child for the 63 days that he has been denied as makeup parenting time. Yeah. As a result of your failing to turn over as this court is ordered, the court is gonna remand you to the Calhoun County Sheriff okay. where you will remain incarcerated until such time as the child is turned over to the plaintiff. Okay. So you, um, you can go with the deputy. Okay, I'll have the deputy take you. He can take can you, you into the uh, holding tank and then we'll, we'll see that you're gonna have to make your phone call and make sure that whoever uh, where the child is, that the child is turned over. But at this point, you will remain incarcerated until such time as the child is. Oh, my God. Shout out to the motherfucking judge, boy. Shout out to that judge. Bro, do you know how hard I would have been bankhead bouncing in that bitch? <laughs> I would have been in that motherfucker fucking it up, nigga. The hell you talking about, nigga? Would have picked it up, hit the motherfucker. Oh, 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 nigga. What? Bro, kept the kids away from that man for 63 days, violating the court order, and she thought that she could just talk her shit and be cool and cuz put her in jail. He got he gave the father immediate custody to make up the 63 days and she got to be in jail for the time that he got to make up the custody. So while he got the kids for 63 days, she's in jail for 63 days. So more than likely she could lose a job, 
You know what I'm saying? Because ain't no PTO in the world that's sick that's two months long. You know what I'm saying? On top of that, you uh you get to you don't get to be around your kids, and you can't blame nobody but yourself because you was out there bitter, you was upset, and you was trying to get at that man. And that judge told you what it really is. I heard you went to court thinking you was going to do that. And you went to jail for the next two months because you was bitter. And bruh, whew, that is refreshing. I ain't going to lie. That's refreshing to hear that finally weaponization of children towards fathers that are active is finally being punished. Like that is a beautiful thing because then and only then it could stop. And kids can grow up happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just let that bitterness die down for a little while and you don't get in this action to where it's a beef, y'all could probably become friends and raise the child the way that it's supposed to happen instead of you just being evil and creating rifts. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to that 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 uh that father, first of all. Kudos to the father for getting to, you know, be in his kid's life uninterrupted for at least two months. While the mother does hard time with her ugly. Come on, man. Shout out to that, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that, man. You know what I'm saying? Being ugly don't always work in your motherfucking favor, nigga. So shout out to the father. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they starting to lock y'all ass up. I think, I honestly think, right? I think that, and I don't want to make it singular to women, but th- in this case, this is this is women that do this. So I think that women, <clears throat> women that, violate court orders out of bitterness towards fathers, towards fathers that are trying to make an effort, they should go to jail. That should be a jailable offense. And that'll put a stop to that bullshit. That, that will cold put a stop to that bullshit. Two, women that falsely accuse people of, of, of you know, sexual harassment and rape, I think those people should be jailed as well. I don't think people should be able to walk away because it is so many people that are athletes, that are people of promise, that had things going on the whole life in front of them, and it got ruined by somebody who just didn't want to be accountable for getting caught being involved with a boy. You know what I mean? Your parents find out, and it's like, oh, we wouldn't doing this. He raped me. He, he did that to me. And next thing you know, boom. You know what I'm saying? Cuz get charges pressed against him. He got 10 offers on the table uh, to go to college and play sports and possibly become a professional athlete, but she ruined it because she didn't want her parents to be upset at her. So she said this happened instead and ruined this man's life. And now he's a cook at Hooters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, come on, man, this is reality. So I think in that case, it should be to the point where if you can't prove that those things actually happened, how you said they happened, then you should go to jail instead of a person suffering like that. Because, you know, you only get one chance to, uh, to mess that up. I know, I know a few people in Lexington, that had ruined, like got falsely accused of some stuff where it was consensual, but they said it wasn't and ruined these young men's career that had promised. Like people probably could have made it to the league and they took them out the took them out the paint. It's over. Cause once a college gets wins of that, ain't no college gonna touch you with a 10 foot pole. It's a wrap. You know what I mean? So uh shout out, shout out to the judge, man. Shout out to the judge. Shout out to the father. Shout out to the bravery of the judge for taking a stand and actually having a corrective action for for uh you know the the bitterness that occurred that 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 was a bad thing and shout out to the father for you know being level-headed enough to not 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 fly his head not you know what i'm saying lose it and go and go bananas and and you know ruin his chances of even having a case to have you know what i'm saying he just probably took it on the chin maintained and let time do what it do and let the law do what it's supposed to do 
And here we are, man. So salute to him, man. Applause one more time for that king. Applause to that king, man. You know what I mean? Like, because what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> Let me see. Where we at? Let's get to it. In other news, man, we got um, we got somebody who is, um, it's a dude that's a contractor, right? And uh, this contractor did some of the stupidest shit ever, right? The contractor's doing work at a house. Uh, like the um, the contractor been doing work in a house. Um, and he ended up finding some money behind a wall. Um, and his... <laughs> basically, I'll let the story tell itself. I want you to listen, and I want, I want y'all thoughts on this, man. Let, let me let you hear this real quick. Tractor discovered half a million dollars worth of cash forgotten behind a bathroom wall, but was not allowed to keep it. In 2006, Bob Kitts, a builder from Ohio, was hired to renovate the bathroom of an old friend named Amanda Reese. While tearing down a wall, he discovered hidden boxes filled with an amazing treasure of over $500,000 in cash. In shock, he immediately called Amanda. They briefly celebrated and took pictures, but their fortune quickly turned into a nightmare. Bob wanted 40% but Amanda refused and offered him 10%. He ended up suing her and invoked a finder's keeper's law. However, this made the dispute public and prompted the descendants of the home's previous owner to claim ownership of the money. In the end, it was split between Bob, who got $3,500, and the previous owner's 21 descendants, who got the rest. Amanda wasn't awarded any money and even had to sell the home and file for bankruptcy soon after. How do you think the money should have been split? contractor discovered half a million dollars first of all god don't like ugly okay god don't like ugly and that's what you get amanda what do y'all think about that what do you think about that they found a half a million dollars in the wall of an empty house dude was just doing some work he found the money in the house that is wild because first of all bob kitts uh you know <laughs> bob kitts <laughs> bob kitts what you got to understand my boy is that's crazy that you just couldn't be in a good, a good Samaritan and gave her the $10,000 that you found in the wall. Like, why wouldn't you a good Samaritan and and and, and let that lady Amanda know that you found $5,000 in the wall? Here, I found $5,000. Here, take it. Instead, he told her that he found $500,000. That's half a million dollars. And then told her that he need 40%. And she's going to take 60. And she said, hold up. Nope. This is, my pro this is the property that I have. So you could have 10% and then they went to court. So he tried to take her to court. He ends up getting 3,500. He profited and she lost and still had to end up selling the house because she went bankrupt. That's why you should have went on ahead and gave her 10,000 that you found. That's all you, you found 10,000 in the wall. Here, man, I'm just an honorable person. I'm going to give this to you and uh, that's yours. And uh, you know, you're welcome. And then she probably would have broke you off with 2,000. You know what I'm saying? A thousand maybe. You know what I'm saying? Broke you off with that. You know what I'm saying? You're like, no, keep it, man. Keep it. That's yours and you keep it. And you walk away. You know what I'm saying? Now you got $495,000. <laughs> you got $490,000. That's what you got. You How you, bro, I would have gave her 10 grand. He, I would have gave her 10 grand and told her that's, that I just so happened to find it in the wall. She had no idea. You renovating, my boy. Why would you tell her that you found 500000 in a house that she just bought and knew nothing about? She didn't know nothing about it. <laughs> oh 
Instead, you want to go through all this and you got 3500 You got 3500 right? That's what she was going to pay you to do the job. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> That's what she was paying you to do the job. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Melo said, ooh, I found $5. <laughs> you getting caught. You getting sued out your pants. I found the $5 bill in the wall. Like, bro, come on, man. Come on, man. It's still got a rubber band mark on it. Like, come on, man. I already gave her 10 racks. I already gave her 10 racks. And I would have called it an evening. Listen, because I knew it would have went bad. I knew it would have went bad. Kanita said she wouldn't have said shit. <laughs> All of a sudden, you pulling up, you pulling up to the construction site in a Jaguar truck. Like <laughs> All of a sudden, bro. Hey man, listen, man. I wouldn't even uh, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even have did that, bro. I mean, you know, I ain't out here to be wrong and all of that, but bro, you ain't, bro, ain't no way, bro. Cause then you disrespected. If you find five hundred thousand, you find five hundred thousand and she talking about she gonna give you ten percent. Bro, I'm not walking away with fifty racks, bro. I'm not walking away with fifty racks when I found the money. Like I found it. Like you bought the house. That's that's true. But you should have did the work in the bathroom, if that was the case. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, both of y'all took an L when you really think about it, because the money got spread it to the descendants. So and that's twenty one descendants. So everybody got you know what I mean. Everybody got a little bit of money apiece, man. Let me see how much money you got, man. How much money you got, man? I went to Brown Station High School. I can't do that off the top of my head. I just can't. So five hundred thousand minus the thirty five hundred, okay, divided by twenty one. Goddamn, 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 goddamn. Mm 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 mm. Mm 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 mm. Too bad, so sad. Too bad, so sad. Too bad, so sad. Everybody got twenty three thousand apiece. All the descendants got 23 bands apiece. Bro, what? Bro, what? <laughs> 23 bands apiece, and you got 3,500, and you found it. 23 bands apiece, 21 people that didn't even know. You got $21,000. Amanda went broke, bankrupt, had to get rid of the house. You got 3,500, which you would have made. You would have got that for the job anyway. Stupid. You should have gave her 10 grand and walked away with your 490, my boy. She would have been ecstatic about the 10 grand because she makes her money back off of paying you. You know what I'm saying? Stupid ass. Come on, man. You got to be logical in that situation, bro. You got to be logical. You took, everybody took an L except for the family, the descendants. They got their 23 bands apiece. Sheesh. 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 <laughs> That's wild. That is super wild. In other news, let's get to it. Let me see. 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 Um. Um. They said that uh, in baseball, um, Shohei Otani, he signed the largest contract. Um. 
the largest contract in MLB history uh, for $700 million. <clears throat> He signed a contract for $700 million. Um, and that's a 10-year, that's a what, a 10-year $700 million contract, right? So um, he said that he opted to be paid $2 million a year for the next 10 seasons with his $680 million deferred until 2034 or 2043. Let's say that again. His contract is $700 million. That's what he signed for to play basketball. But he opted to only be paid $2 million a year for the next 10 years with the $680 million that's left to be deferred, which means he will not get it until 2034. That's 10 years from now. Like, what? Give my money. Give my money now. Why would I wait? I'm not going to say $2 million a year is no money, but, I mean, why would you take? Like, that don't make sense. You got 700 M's. That's what you signed your contract for, and you opted to take $2 million a year for the next 10 years. Only, only amounting up to $20 million. And then at the end of the 10 years, you get 680. That makes no sense. That makes zero sense. Get my money now. <laughs> like, get my money now. What are we doing, Shohi Otani? I don't know what you do in your culture, but in my culture, we take the monies, okay? We, are, we earned it, and that's ours, and give me the money. Melo said, too much can happen between now and then. That is the facts that people need to realize. Too much can happen between now and then. What is he doing? Shohi Otani, my boy is tripping. My boy is tripping. I'm talking about you want $2 million a year. This is what you asked for, $2 million a year for 10 years when you just signed for $700 million. Like, what? What? Like, what sense does that even make? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. What sense does that make? The boy got the money and he didn't take. Instead, he got two million a year for the next 10. I should have been crying tears because like, what? Sam Hunt? I need it. I'm walking in like, give me my money. Uh, what is that man doing? Playing baseball, man, his life could get ruined. He ain't gonna have the money yet. It's gonna get bad. Hopefully not, but nigga, I would be sad. Uh, it's the podcast. I'm trying to figure out about the cash. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out fast. It's like, what is he doing, dumb ass? <laughs> what is he doing, bro? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, man. He's tripping, man. He's tripping. Everybody's tripping, man. Everybody's tripping. I understand what you're saying, deferring until retirement and get money for years to come, but you can get money for years to come today. Like, what's the difference of, of delaying it? Like, it's your money. Like, bro, like, you don't know what could happen from now to then. Like, what if you wanted to invest in some shit? Like, you could just be in a megaplex. Like, you could just do anything and you want two million a year. Bro, nah. 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 
said he's smart. Imagine if Reebok didn't hold Allen Iverson's money, he would be broke. That's a different, that's different though, because he had NBA contract money. So you can negotiate that way. You see what I'm saying? Reebok money was different from the NBA contract. You already got millions from the NBA contract. So that money can be deferred and sent over there and you good. Bobby Manila did the same thing. I think until whatever date Bobby Manila gets 10 million, 20 million, it's some kind of setup like that to where he gets money every year and he's been retired for like 20 years. But that's the way he set it up. But you know what I mean? To each his own, I guess, man. You know what I'm saying? To each his own. <laughs> to each his motherfucking own, I guess. <laughs> I stopped at the gas station to buy some Reese's peanut butter cups. Ended up buying some beer. Moral of the story, I like titties. Hello. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> they wild out here, man. They are wild. Um, another thing that I don't like, man, I'm sick and tired of Blueface and Krishan Rock. You know what I'm saying? I am sick and tired of Blueface and 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 Krishan Rock. Da, they are the da, they make looking rich be horrible. Like that looks like a terrible time. Like they miserable right now, bro. All the way to the point, man, where she got on live or something of the sort. And she really said this about this man. And it's like, I don't care how mad you are. That's something that you can't take back, man. Some things you put in the atmosphere and you can't take it back, even if you was malicious or not, man. That's what this nigga said. My kid, let's talk about what I saw in your search history. Like, I was going to keep it to myself. I really had to get you off my neck because I don't know if you're taking dick in the butt, like, I don't even know why you watching gay porn. Like, I'm glad you don't want to be my baby daddy. I don't want no fruity loop raising my kid. Okay, okay. So you know the the Krishan Rock and Blueface saga where they just keep beating each other the fuck up and talking shit about each other all the time and then being together and then having sex and then going through all this and da 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 like bro listen 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 women y'all gotta get a new game plan stop attacking men in one of three ways find a new way to do it because that's played out and it's 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 hella it, it becomes unfixable like, when you attack a man, they always attack a man through his money, through his character, or through his manhood, right? So the first thing she go for, she's upset, and she want to go live and tell everybody that she seen his phone and it was gay porn in the phone. And it's like, bro, whether it was or not, that's what I'm not trying to debate. But what about us made you think that we wanted you to tell us that? Like, what about that? Like... You're going to make his music sales go up. Gay people are the strongest fan base. So what is your point? You want to minimize him to make yourself seem like you're above whatever's going on. So it's like, this ain't working. That ain't working. He got back with his old baby mama. Let me tell him that. Let me say that he's gay. It's like, bro, what? It's like, what? 
I'm so sick of them niggas, man. I'm so I, I wish I could set a block on my social media that took away everything Blueface and everything Krishan. Now Blueface was arguing with Soldier Boy. I'm like, bro, y'all rich. What are y'all doing, bro? Go do we rich shit. Y'all niggas is on live arguing with each other. Broke people don't even do that, bro. What are y'all doing? Blueface, I should know better from a nigga with that many face tattoos. Like, I know you don't make good decisions. Look at your fucking haircut. You got a fucking Sesame Street haircut. I don't know what Blueface be on. Blueface be fucking tripping, bro. Like, what are you doing, bro? He's over talking about what set, what set you claim? What set you claim, Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy said, nigga, what set you claim? He said, schoolyard crip. Like, why are you, what? Uh, huh? You're a father, fam. Like, what are y'all, nah, listen, bro. I love being from Lexington, Kentucky. I, I, I know people be telling me that I need to move to further my comedy career and all that. I love Lexington, Kentucky. I ain't saying nothing about the people in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm talking about I love Lexington, Kentucky. Because you don't experience none of that on a regular basis. That's a different level of toxicity in your life. Every day is chaos for them. Soldier Boy got to get live to feel valid. Like, bruh. They're constantly chasing the rabbit. Somebody needs to pay attention to me somehow. Like, bro, what are they doing? Dog, that is the weirdest shit ever. Y'all sitting here purposely arguing with each other, knowing that y'all got issues with each other, and y'all just arguing with each other. Now y'all won't fight each other. When I see you, it's on. When I see you, we live in totally different sides of the country. What do you mean when I see you? Both of y'all think this is 150 pounds. Don't nobody want to see that? Grow up, bro. Like, y'all, hey, bro. If I ain't never had to hear about nothing like that again, I would. Man, listen. Soldier Boy's cold musically. Soldier Boy's cold. I ain't gonna lie. Soldier Boy, uh, musically, Soldier Boy's cold. I, I gotta give it to you on that. I'm trying to see if I can find uh, Soldier Boy's freestyle. That shit was hard. That shit was super hard. Blueface sucks as a rapper. And that is, that is just being honest. Like, he be offbeat. And he be slurring. And slur that, shit don't be, that shit don't be tough at all. But, uh, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy is more innovative when it comes to the music. Like, he's a thousand times more innovative when it comes to music. Um, I mean, does he make goofy shit? Of course. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, um, I heard a freestyle from Soldier Boy and it was fire. I'm going to try to find it, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to find it. Uh. Anyway. Uh, let me see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. <laughs> that was a while ago. Yeah, I ain't going to be able to find it. Anyway. Um, closing out. What are we talking about? Let me see what else. Closing out. Um, I just want y'all to know, man, that um, you know, coming up, we gonna have uh, we gonna have a great twenty twenty four, man. We gonna have a uh, um, we gonna have a uh, a great twenty twenty four, um.
because it's the 30th episode. Um, I do this all alone. You know what I'm saying? I do this, you know, this is kind of a thing that, uh, you know, I make an extra effort to do when I do this. You know what I mean? I, I'm, you know, my, my, my kids is at the crib and, you know, all that kind of stuff is, and it's like, you know, I'm in a separate location. So, you know, I make sacrifices to make this happen. Uh, I have fun chopping it up with y'all talking to shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully, you know, I'm a beacon of light in y'all life. You know what I mean? The same way that y'all are in, in mine, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I appreciate y'all equally. And, um, at the same time, man, I ain't going to stop. It's going to get better. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, 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 everything around it is going to upgrade and we're going to keep on just having a good time and just sharing good energy with each other, man. You know what I mean? Uh, this is a weekly podcast, but as a, as a father, you know what I mean? I'm a full-time dad, you know what I mean? As a father and, you know, somebody who has responsibilities, it might not be every single week, but that's the, that's the, that's the goal. You know what I mean? So if it ain't a week, if it's a week that don't happen, feel free to hit me up on social media. You know what I'm saying? And we can still chop it up just to like, I just won't be able to get on the pod and get busy how I usually do. You know what I mean? It's all, it's all, it's all gravy. You know what I mean? And, um, to everybody out there on the YouTube space, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, you know what I mean? Everybody, I appreciate you. And um, to my city, man, the city of Lexington, man, let me tell y'all something, bro. I, I promise you, man, I've been looking, I've been looking at this picture for, for, for five days now, man. I've been looking at this picture, man, and bro, you don't understand the feeling behind that picture to know that your city loves and supports you and supports what you do. And not only that, what you do have an impact on them, man, because that special been so powerful. I've been having conversations about it with separate people, even people that weren't there. They just heard about it and they've been having conversations, man. So when I say real is rare, it was a it was a special that was real. You understand what I'm saying? So um, salute to the city. Um, it'll be done. It'll be done with the edit process around January. And I'm trying to find out. If I can't get it to a platform, of course, y'all going to be updated every episode of, of, of what's happening. Um, but um, I'm trying to get it to a platform where everybody can see it, man. You know what I mean? And and if not, then I'll have it on somewhere where you can, you know what I mean, uh, um, purchase, purchase a, a, you know, admission to watch it. You know what I mean? And and I promise you, you won't be disappointed, man. Like, it's one of them. You know what I mean? I know, I know a lot of people measure somebody's quality of of what it is that they do based off of uh uh a fame you know what i'm saying but it ain't always about that man you know what i mean um it ain't always about that i know i know famous people and i know people that ain't famous that is equally as good as that famous person if not better it's just they had an opportunity and the other person didn't that's the only difference some people mess their opportunities up it don't mean that they ain't good at what they do it's just that's the game you know what i'm saying so um, I appreciate everybody, man. You know how this goes, man. I'm gonna tell you something, man. People out there that will never respect what you do until somebody that they respect respects what you do. Don't get offended. Get inspired and do better. You understand what I'm saying? Just make sure, you know what I'm saying? You stay true out here, man. You know what I'm saying? This has been episode 30. Like of the roller coaster, Ariola roller coaster podcast, man. Thirty of them things, man. Been knocking them out, talking about any and everything, man. And I appreciate y'all rolling with me every time, man. On this exciting ride we call the Ariola roller coaster, man.
Yeah. Like, I wouldn't go on a freestyle. I was going to fade like, it out. But I got a freestyle, man. I'm elated now. Uh, it's kind of late, but I'm going to shut it like, down. Young Steezy, he go like, click a pile, but not a gun. He just like some dynamite. Matter of fact, he'll do it until you get it right. I'm from Kentucky where we get real up in the night. Matter of fact, we ain't scared to shoot or fight. But I ain't with it, though. I be chilling, yo. Them niggas that can be gangsters. I'm a father, bro. Yeah, I'm ready for episode 31, but it'll be 2024, son. Make sure that y'all check the merch. Make sure that you stay with me and cop a shirt. Make sure that you fuck with young Steezy. He work. Matter of fact, when I'm in your city, pull up on me, you jerk. It's like, yeah. <laughs> This will be available for you listening all over the uh, uh, the podcast platforms. Uh, about an hour after this podcast is live stream, it'll be available on all you know uh, uh, podcast platform platforms. You know what I mean? Episode thirty, real is rare. You know what I mean? I appreciate each and everybody, each and every one of y'all that support, man. But you know. I'm out, man. Shout out to my dogs at the 85 South Show, man. Shout out to my dog, Carlos Miller. Shout out to my dog, Chico Bean. Shout out to my dog, DC Young Fly, man. I'm on a pod, repping the pod. You know what I'm saying? Because seeing them down ain't going to do nothing for my pockets, but seeing them up will do everything for my spirit. And that's what makes me different. Ariel and Rollercoaster Podcast, we out. Wee!